Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Well, hello, friends. Happy Monday. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Hope you've had an amazing weekend. Yeah, Nathan and I are just back from uh, two weeks in Thailand, which has been so lovely. We needed some time to rest and recharge. And get out of the New South Wales cold at the moment and rain. (laughs) Most definitely. And take some time with our family, which has been so, so lovely. But we have some big news we wanted to share with you today. So... We wanted to tell you all a little bit about a business that we have closed and, you know, that might come as a bit of a surprise to you because you may not even know that we own another business. <laughs> we do mention, I think we do talk about it a little bit sometimes, but it is something that we do sort of, yeah, is a little bit, has it been a little bit on the back burner, I guess, mm. and that um, we don't bring front and centre a lot in our discussions around Dance Principles United and everything to do with it, I guess. Yes, so um, tomorrow for us starts the first day of term one and um, we made the call obviously last term and um, let all of our students know that we weren't um, continuing operating our tutoring company, Switched On Education, which we've had now for seven years, seven seven and a half. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so the very start of 2015 when we we went all in um, was when we started that one. Yep, so... um, been a long time and it's been a business that we've had you know running in the background for quite a while it was a complimentary business to our studio Um, but we have made a big call to close it so tomorrow we're starting without that business so we thought we'd share a little bit about what happened why we made that decision why we decided just to close it not to sell it or um, anything like that um, and yeah, all the behind the scenes, we thought you might be a little bit interested in that. Yeah, so maybe and, and I think there's a lot of, um, I guess, parallels and lessons, I think, that people mm. will be able to take out into their own businesses and their own studios to, mm. to help them maybe make some decisions, not closing your business by any means, but help help make better business decisions, we think. For sure. So let's take you back to the beginning of Switched On Education, our tutoring company, as we said, we've had for seven and a half years. So what happened the beginning of 2015, well, the end of 2014, um, we decided to open a second dance studio. Second dance studio in Shell Harbour. It's about um, 10 or 15 minutes north. We had our original studio in Kiama. And there was a rapidly growing area about 10 or 15 minutes north called Shell Harbour. Yes. And we saw an incredible property um, come up for sale up there. And we thought, you know, we'd you know, like like we always say to everybody to do, we'd looked into it, we'd run the numbers, and we decided to go all in with yes. everything we had. This was literally our life savings. It's a huge building. It was a lot of money for us at the time. Um, we were in our twenties at the time. We were still, were we? Gosh. <laughs> we were still building um, our our house, our dream house, which we thought we'd spend all of our money on, and then we decided to buy this as well. So it was a huge thing for us, and we thought, okay, you know what, we can do it. We can make this work. Um, we know that you know our studio in Kaima was, you know, flourishing. We thought this is going to be amazing for our business. We can totally do this. 
Um, I already had one daughter. Well, Zali was probably I, uh, we. <laughs> we yeah, it was both. Yeah, um, Zali was about what eighteen months old at the time. Yes, and we thought, look, we're going to do this. We're going to put off having another baby so that we can be completely focused on the business. We signed the contracts uh, to purchase this property, and funnily enough, I found out I was pregnant that night or the next. It was the next no, day. It was, no, wasn't it? We went for a celebratory uh, drink and champagne. Yes. Yep. And you thought the champagne tasted a bit funny. Mm. (laughs) And little did I know that I was pregnant with Gigi, who was due in the March after we were um, due to open in February, of course. And obviously like extensive renovations during November, December, January to get everything ready to go for um, the new year and everything like that. So it was going to be... It was going to be a huge year. So at the time in 2014, I was still um, a school teacher. So my background, um, as a lot of you know, I'm a bit of a maths nerd and I was a maths high school teacher. And so I was still teaching at um, a school that I was, um, I really enjoyed teaching there. It was a great, great group of people to work work with. Um, but come the end of that year, especially um, with Gigi being due in the March and having all this stuff to do at the start of 2015, I decided to take a year's leave without pay, um, obviously to help and support Amanda, but also knowing that I was going to be required to do a lot of work, um, especially the the first six six months of that year. Mm. And Nathan had had a big interest in the studio. He'd always done a lot of work behind the scenes and was thinking that he might like to grow that role as well as the plan was for you to be a stay-at-home dad. And that didn't really work out so well. That never actually eventuated. Um, He wanted to get in and and do the work in the business, which has been amazing as well. Obviously, our businesses, um, all of our businesses have grown so much with having Nathan there. But we decided at the time, obviously money was tight. We were having this new premises. We had this huge studio, which there was no way we were filling all the rooms. Yeah, Um, all the space with Dan Studios. Yeah, it was never going to happen. and like it still hasn't. We've still got so much space in that building. Um, it's a huge building. We've got six very large dance studios and we've still got heaps and heaps of room um, to build so many more. But, you know, we don't need that many. Um, so we decided to open this tutoring company. Obviously, with uh, Nathan's background um, in education, being a math teacher, we thought that it would work really, really well together. And to be honest, we needed the money. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, when you, like we said, pushed all our chips in, um, I'd just, you know, given up my job as a teacher um, or gone the year's leave without pay. Um, Amanda had to obviously step back um, from things she was doing at the studio, so we needed to employ more staff. Um, so money was really, really tight because it was a calculated risk. Yeah, Whenever you um, – anything in, in life, but especially in business um, – a little bit you need to take some risks to get that reward at the end and that's what we were doing we were taking that calculated risks um, but that meant we needed to make as much cash as possible Mm. um, especially over those first six to twelve months to to make to make sure that we were going to um, that that risk was going to pay off and we're going to start seeing the rewards so um, with all that extra space it was essentially like I think our thinking at the time was basically um, yeah it's a rent-free business and any tutoring that I can do, and we also bought a, a primary and an English tutor on as well, um, any money that we can be bringing in is going to help immensely. Yeah, for sure. And it did. Don't get us wrong. It definitely, 100%. It definitely did. And it's been a great business for us. Um, you know, it's it's been really successful and it's been a great way. We, we run it in conjunction with our dance classes. Um, and I know there's other studio owners that do similar things with different parts of their business. For example, they might run singing classes or 
um, you know, drama classes or whatever. To us, tutoring was exactly the same. We did work under a different business name, um, Switched On Education. However, um, the staff answered the phones um, and took the inquiries. All of our admin team, we build through the same system, but instead of enrolling in ballet grade two, they were enrolling in mass year four class or whatever that was. Um, you know, we paid our staff all the same way, all the money went the same way. So, Basically, it was a different stream of classes for us. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, yeah, something like Amanda said, like everything was as we all, um, all the classes went through Jackrabbit. Um, and yeah, because yeah, because of how our, our businesses are set up, um, all the payroll and everything just ran straight through it. So mm. it was, yeah, it was nice. It was simple from that side of things. Yeah, for sure. So where it got to, you know, over the seven and a half years, um, you know, at our highest point, we had four staff working for us. Yep. Um, we were generally doing about 100000 in um, revenue, which was mainly percent, um, a very high percentage of profit because we had no rent to pay, of course. Nathan was still doing, up until last term, a lot of the teaching himself. You were probably teaching – he had cut it back a little yeah, bit, but maybe back, yeah. 10 hours or something yep. a week. Um, he had cut it back from maybe about 20. Um, so he was still teaching a lot of the classes himself. Um, so, yeah, the, the profit was great on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's, you know, it, it has been, but then we sort of got to the point where even though the profit was great on it, um, as we've needed to, you know, now that we've got our three lovely daughters, um, we've started to like, have to look at things about um, us being at home a bit more. As mm. everybody knows, being a dance studio owner um, or, you know, tutoring's the same sort of time frame as dance studios. Um, I was going, you know, my classes were starting at, that sort of 3.30 to 3.45 mark and sometimes the year 12s are finishing at 8.30, 8.45. So it's those similar type of hours. Um, and, and as our girls get a little bit older now, we're realising that we need to be um, at home a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we mentioned in the intro that you may not have ever heard us talk about this business and I guess that's the point. That's where the problem lies. You haven't heard us talk about it. Yes, because, because we're not that passionate about it. And we haven't been for a long time, to be completely honest. Yeah, yep. and that's the thing. Like, even though, and I, again, maybe some parallels with a lot of people um, with studio owners as dance teachers. Um, not mean, well, not mean to blow my own horn a little bit, but I am a very good maths teacher. And the actual teaching of maths of those classes is very, very easy to me. Um, so it was one of those things that I've sort of been running on autopilot um, from, from my side of it. Um, for maybe the last six to 12 months a little bit um, with some of the classes there. Um, I've had incredible staff over the last six to 12 months, which is um, one of the possibly one of the reasons I've maybe kept it going an extra little bit longer than, than I have just because those my incredible staff made it so easy for me. Um, they just sort of kept things ticking over on their end, um, on the primary and the English side of things. Um, and that sort of made it, I guess, comfortable for me, mm. but comfortable's not always good. No, definitely not. And even though it's still been turning over really good money, um, you know, it's been probably <coughs> our most valuable asset. Our most valuable asset, which is time. Time and headspace. I feel like sometimes even things that don't take huge amounts of time, they take up a lot of headspace. And, you know, to us, we've made the decision that, um, you know, the time that it takes us in this business is no longer worth it for us. You know, what could we do with more time on our hands and more headspace and, you know, to do? Like, we don't know yet. Who knows? 
But we do plan on reinvesting that time into our other businesses, our other two businesses, our studio and Dance Principles United. And we know that by doing something that we're super passionate about, we'll be able to reap amazing rewards. Absolutely. And again, yeah, just like it was at that first time, pushing all the chips in, like, again, it's a calculated risk. But especially, you know, um, with all due respect to the lovely Amanda, um, she doesn't do a lot with, with no, social education. Um, it, it's basically all me. and But I know as we've got these other business things going at the moment, um, that if I can take those sort of, what what am I at probably now, like 10 to 15 hours a week away and put that into operations of our other businesses, um, that there's a far greater, like even if you just break it down to a dollar amount per hour, yeah, what I'm earning at that dollar amount per hour from the tutoring, um, I know that by investing that time and that headspace, like Amanda said, into our other businesses at the moment, I'm going to get a far greater return per hour on that well let's see huh (laughs) (laughs) we'll check back we'll do another podcast in 12 months and see no but i'm sure it is and you know we're all like that sometimes i think you know um we get comfortable and for sure we've gotten comfortable taking that extra additional revenue it's nice let's let's be honest it is nice yeah and there's got to be a difference between revenue and profit as well Mm -hmm. is which is what we say with a lot of a lot of our clients that we work with um yeah in this case like Amanda said at the start it was because there's like essentially there's it's a rent free rent free business yeah so basically majority of what we're taking in was profit yeah for sure but and we've gotten comfortable with that extra money but we're decided to you know take another calculated risk and go without that because we know that if we put our time and energy into something else we know we can make it great but we do just need a little bit more time on our hands for our business's sake and also for our family's sake as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I said at the start, where we see or where I feel like I see this um, in dance studios a lot, like I mentioned that I kept it going because of the incredible staff that Mm. I had working with me. And sometimes we see this, you know, obviously not shutting your whole business, but perhaps it's a a stream of classes Mm. in your studio. Um, You know, lots of time we see um, studios that have maybe started a stream of classes or a specific program for an incredible staff member. Or for a student. Or for a student. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then maybe that staff member who was amazing has moved on to, to bigger and better things a lot of the times. And you just kept that stream of classes running. You couldn't quite remember. Like it, you didn't quite line up when they left. Oh, hang on. I was only doing that really because they were so amazing at it. And then that thing was that was the passion project of that amazing staff member now becomes a massive drag and a massive burden on you. Mm. And you might not realise it. Um, and even though, yeah, the money's still coming in, the, the amount of time and headspace that it is taking up with a lot of studio owners is just not worth a lot of the time. Mm. So, you know, that's why we thought we might share this story with you because, you know, perhaps it resonates with you. Maybe you're doing something that doesn't light you up either as much as it used to or maybe it never did. Maybe, as Nathan said, it was something that you started for a staff member or for a student who requested it or maybe it was just to make extra money at the time that you needed. You know, um, do you just keep it going just because or do you use that time, that energy, that space to develop something new that you are super passionate about? 
maybe something to think about. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. And it depends what sort of, you know, uh, risk analysis you have, but something to definitely keep thinking about every time you're doing a project. And like, does this light you up? Does this still get you excited every single day? Because I am such a big believer on everything in your business should light you up and, and excite you. You know, I don't want to work a nine to five corporate job because that would bore me. And most of you are entrepreneurs. You're self-employed because you're the same. You want an exciting life and you want a more than just average life. And, you know, I think it's so important to really not just get stuck in a rut with our businesses and to really constantly reflect on, you know, are you doing this because you're super passionate about it? Does it make your heart sing? Does it light you up? Or are you just doing it just because? Yeah, exactly. And there's, um, it's something as, as we sort of invest in ourselves and um, in the coaches that we work with and things like that, that we learn more and more about. It's you know, something that we talk about a lot is the, the scarcity mindset that we know a lot of people have. And it's, you know, oh, but what if like, what, what if I close that class and, and I don't get as much money in, but you know, but what if you close that class and then you make 10 times more? Mm. Like just that, yeah, that that scarcity mindset, thinking or worrying about all the negatives rather than focusing on the positives and what could what you could do. And the possibilities. Time. Yeah, exactly. And the endless possibilities that sometimes that time and that energy open up for you. So we're super excited um, to move yes, forward with this. I actually, yeah, I do feel like there's a bit of a weight a bit of a weight lifted and I'm mm. really, really excited to get back into tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. We're starting term three tomorrow. Nathan won't be teaching at nights anymore because he is no dance teacher, let me tell oh. you that. <laughs> and so he gets the, you know, the nights off. He's in the studio still sometimes. Um, but, you know, a little bit more nights off and having that energy to put it into something else, which we're super excited about. Hope this, you know, resonated with you a little bit. Um, let us know if um, it was something that kind of, you know, made you tick over and think, hmm, I really need to reevaluate that in my business as well. Or at least hopefully you got a little story out of it. If you like today's podcast, it would mean the world to us if you would uh, leave a comment or, um, you know, press that little subscribe button. Is it called a subscribe button? Yeah, it's like a subscribe. I'm, I'm very excited that Amanda does this because after she records every podcast, I'm like, can you please, please, <laughs> please tell them to make sure that they go and like. So I think on Apple's, it's like the little tick um, or the little plus on Spotify. That would mean the world to us. It helps us um, be found by more people and, yeah, it shows us that you appreciate um, the content we're putting out. So I hope you have an amazing week. Um, give us a message on Instagram if you have any comments or anything you want to run past us. Um, but, yeah, thanks so much. We can't wait to chat to you again soon. Thanks, everybody.